Hello and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host, Chili, as we talk about video games, news and all that such that you can find at psu.com or psu.podbean.com. Go check them out right now. Go on, do it. We can wait a second. Okay, that's long enough because, you know, internet's pretty fast nowadays. Um, of course, it's not just me talking to myself. That would be a bit weird. Instead, I've got my co-host Gary with me. Hey, Gary. Oh, hey, Ben. If you want to talk to yourself, that's cool. Dude. I'll just echo what you say. <laughs> <laughs> Haze is the worst video game ever made. Haze is the greatest video game ever made. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too bad. How you been? Ah, uh, you know, I've been all right. Just getting through the days. Oh. Did you have a good week? It was okay. It's fairly busy and tiresome. How, 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 have you played any of the video games this week? I have, yes. I have played the video games. I can't talk about the video games I've played. Okay, but... well then they exist. <laughs> and you have played them, maybe. Yes. Yes, yes. Yay! Oh, I'm going to start with the fact that I'm hyped that Final Fantasy XIV had its live letter last Friday. Last it Thursday, should we say. One. What was it, like five hours long? Well, no, it was three hours, but the problem was they had sound dishes. And for, it was supposed to... Three hours is still a long time, man. <laughs> that's, about, that's only an hour longer than the average live letter. I'd say they're on press conference just for the game. Well, yeah, that's what it is. The whole point of it is to talk about... Yeah. Of the futures. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, they had sound difficulties for the first hour. So. I do feel bad because I know it's not true that the guy lost his job because, you know, the, the sound technician. But uh, I found it scary that, that Square Enix in Japan had a opening as soon as the event ended for a new sound engineer for events. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, wait, am I being fired? He, like, saw it himself. <laughs> <laughs> I know it wasn't him, but, you know, it's just really badly timed. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the live there went well. You'll actually, we'll see, actually, more coverage this week from PSU.com by the amazing Tim Nunes. Though he can't make it tonight, trust me, there's some really cool stuff happening on our site coming in soon. And on our YouTube channel. Go check it out. You'll find out all the information on all of it. Of course, by the time this podcast goes live, all of that will be live anyway, so hopefully you've already enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to find out what it is, because I don't know. So. Oh, okay. I mean, if there's stuff they didn't reveal in the live letter. Yeah, yeah. there's some stuff that they're keeping secret. Because they even said that at the event at the live letter, saying the fact that look, we've covered a lot of things, but there's some stuff that was in the media press tour that'll be announced by the media next Wednesday. Oh there is going to be um, a Shinra Tower raid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it looks like we're going to get a Fantasy Eight raid. So, oh well, that's because cool. um, you know the you know the, uh, the person doing the the, the twenty four man raid is Nomura. Yeah, he's do- yeah he's doing the twenty four man raid storyline. Okay, okay. He's even made the new character for it, which is yeah you, know, you know part of the raid story. Nice. Yeah, Nomura's doing the twenty four man raid, and what you got um from near is. But, do- but why eight? Because the raid so, is called Eden. So they're just gonna skip seven then. They did six with Kefka yeah. and all that good stuff. So they're just going to skip seven and go straight to eight. Huh? Well, I guess in a way they already did a bit of seven because what's intri- what's weird and pretty cool is um, Garlemald. Each general has done kind of something like the um, games. And at the end of 1.0, there was a meteor that was summoned and brought to the Earth, but found out that was Bahama. And that was actually done by the seventh, uh, seventh legion. Oh, nice! So, Fantasy Seven. <laughs> you yeah. know what would be cool in that game is if they changed the skins of the prime battles to what they are in different Final Fantasies. That'd be good. But they and promised they... that for summoners, and they still don't have that. So <laughs> they promised I would that. Think like that's gonna be. 
harder to do for summoners than it would for. Well, no, they pro- they just promised that the um, eggies would have different glamour options, and so far we only have two. What's it? Oh, they yeah. keep their promise. Yeah, they they you can now get a red carbuncle, or a yellow carbuncle. Wow, <laughs> you just changed the color. <laughs> Must have cost them a fortune. <laughs> Took them three and a half years. Oh my god. <laughs> Are they planning to revamp the materia system in that game? Oh uh, yeah, they've they announced that as well. Yeah, they get rid of a lot of the materia stuff. Because from when I played, it was useless. I never did anything with it. Uh, materia is only good end game anyway. Like you know, for raiding. Yeah. Yeah, when you're mid maxing stats. But they're removing main stat materia anyway. Because bef- one of the ways to cheat progression, well, not cheat progression, but to help with progression at you know end game raids, um, was that the healers would actually meld vi- uh, vitality onto their accessories. Oh, nice. Because that way you'd have the extra bonus health from the, vi- the vit- uh, vitality materia. So it meant that if you screwed up a little bit more, you wouldn't ha- you wouldn't die so fast. Oh, nice. But they're removing that from um, Shadow So Brothers. they're making materia even more Well, no, you've DPS still need to use their critical hits, their direct hits, yeah. skill speed, spell speeds, um, determination. So. Okay. It's just what people use to cheat stats won't work. <laughs> like how tanks, their damage is based on both their vitality and strength. So they'd get the vitality... Um, uh, well, they'd get the strength-like uh, accessories and then meld vitality on top of that. So... But if you want Pharmacy 14 news, you can go check out Moogle Car Round Radio where we talk about Pharmacy 14. So, yeah. Um, so let's go back on topic. One of a, one game that I played years ago that nobody has ever played because it's dead. It's dead, Jim. It's that Dead Island bad. 2. It's not dead, supposedly. <laughs> uh, no release date, but it's not dead, supposedly. No, it is not. Is it going to be next gen? Maybe they realised they just couldn't get it working on current gen. It was just too good. <laughs> Well, THQ Nordic owns the license now, and they've said that it's still in development. But yeah, no word on release date. Stay tuned, maybe E3. Finally, get it. <laughs> probably not going to be what we saw. It's probably going to be something completely different at this point. Oh, I don't know if I'm excited for it, to be honest. It's took them too long to be. At least, I when, mean, at least if it come think, out. Sorry, Carol. No, go ahead, go ahead. If it come out around the same time as Riptide, or at least a couple of years after Riptide, it would have had that sort of, motive, yeah, that sort of hype behind it because of the fact that Riptide was really good and yeah. But then they just kind of dropped the franchise, and then they made that really shitty one. Uh, I forgot the name of the shitty one, but you remember it. Which one? The the three D action game. No, no, Detonation no, was good. You, yeah, the, the three, one... like the three D action single player one. Dead Island, something, something shitty, something. Oh, the one with the cartoony graphics. Yeah. Oh yeah, that one was bad. Yeah, it's so bad that nobody remembers the name or even remembers it. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm opposite here. I think it's actually a good idea that it's taken them this long because I, I know a lot of people like Dead Island, um, but I think Dead Island ran on a very buggy, broken engine. It sure and was. Releasing Dead Island 2 so soon after the first one would mean that it ran on the same engine, pretty much. Uh, obviously with some improvements. Yeah. But I think now they may have you know, gotten a new engine, maybe it'll be done in Unreal or something, you know, just as good. And it'll it'll actually be a better game for it. I hope so. But, yeah, I don't know. 
that that trailer though was great. But then again, yeah, the trailer for the first game was amazing, and then we found out it was nothing like what that trailer was indicating. They even <laughs> what they, they even promised what eight man, eight person co-op for Dead Why? Island Two. Why? If I'm right, that was one of the things they promised at the start. That's <laughs> terrible. I'm well, let's, let's now go to a franchise that I've actually always wanted to try, but I've never actually tried for some reason. Uh, Star Ocean. Yes! So yeah, Star Ocean First Departure R has been announced for the PS4 uh, and the yes. Switch. So I might get it for the Switch. I mean, I will get it for the PS4. <coughs> Go <laughs> <laughs> and buy a PS4 oh, no, games. Buy it on the Switch, it's portable. I mean, I didn't say anything. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I've never really tried a Star Ocean game, so I don't know what to expect. Star Ocean games are awesome. They are very, very well done games, up, at least up until, you know, I agree. They kind of started going downhill. But. No, it's a historic franchise. Uh, the first was released on the SNES. inside of Japan until they remade it on the PS as First Departure. Um, okay. And I guess this new one is a remake of that PSP version. So it's a remake of a remake. Awesome. <laughs> but yes, Star Ocean is a very very good RPG. It has an action type of an action combat system. So um, kind of like the ATB action time, pal. Uh, kind of, yeah. But you, you can run around on the map. And stuff, oh, nice. so, yeah, so it, it, it was very, very well done game for its time and obviously even better when they remade it on the PSP. Um, I don't think they're available digitally to download um, to play on your Vita or anything. Yeah. So you do have to have the disc, unfortunately, the old school UMD. But um, if I remember, that was called Universal Media Drive or something like that, Unified or. Yes, I think it was Universal Media Disc. Or I mean, it's very universal with just the one console. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yes, no. Star Ocean is a good franchise. People should check it out. Um, I'm excited for this. I yeah, that's good. You know what else I'm excited for? Another game by THK Nordic. Destroy Your Humans. Rumors, yes. Yeah. I hope you really Destroy Your Humans, huh? Yeah, well, I played the first one. I never played the sequel. No. But I enjoyed the first one a lot. So. Man, it was PS... Yeah. Oh, I thought it was PS1, man. That shows you how long ago it's been. <laughs> Yeah, it was a PS2 game and an Xbox by Pandemic Studios. It's a parody of 1950s stuff. No longer in existence. Yeah. No, yeah, no, they're good games. Yeah. Um, well, they're fun games. Of, yeah, a, a lot of people are excited to yeah. believe there's going to be a new one. Obviously, it hasn't been announced yet. THQ Nordic said that they are going to announce two games, I believe they said, from long and beloved franchises so that can be destroy all humans that can be red faction that can be could it be time splitters yeah it could be time splitters whatever oh. so THQ Nordic pretty much owns everything they're like the Disney of the video game please theory. get uh, you know what I want destroy <laughs> I want destroy humans but if I have a choice between destroy all humans or time splitters buy destroy all humans yeah Hi, hello time splitters <laughs> I mean, I think it's going to be Time Splitter. That's uh, been talked about and in development. There's a fan game being that's been in development for a very long time now. Yeah. Uh, back when Crytek still owned the license of Time Splitters, they even let that the fan fan developed game use the assets. Uh, they they gave them the assets to the franchise. So that's crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's ever going to come out now, um, or unless THQ Nordic is actually now funding that that fan-made project into a full game. Um, but no, I think Time Splitters would be the, the right move for them. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what a Time Splitters would be nowadays. Uh, is it going to be like an Overwatch game? Is it going to be a Battle Royal game? I feel uh, like an Overwatch game would suit it more. 
the the thing about that though is they recently acquired the franchise, and if they decided to make it like a you know, watch type game, yeah. I would assume it would be in development way longer than if it's something they're gonna announce at E3. Yeah. Because well, I they could still announce it E three as a teaser. They could. They could announce it, but I don't expect it. If it is like an Overwatch game, yeah. I wouldn't expect that game to come out for another two years. Oh, yeah, I'm expecting next-gen if it's going to be announced. Yeah. Yeah. I feel Unless like... they're just remaking the first one. Maybe they'll you know? do that. Or, or they'll remake like, the third uh, one, the HD... best one. Or they can do just an HD remaster of the three. Yeah, just do uh... HD remaster three, please. <laughs> that was the best one. Yeah. And also, I, mean, I want the map creation back as well, because I like that. Map creation was good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's also the rumor the new Darksiders game is going to be announced. Uh, what is it called? What's it called? Genesis? It's Darksiders Genesis. Um, I think that's way too soon since the third one came out. If it is a new game. Uh, we'll Again, I feel like we're going to get more announcements now for games that won't be out for a while. Because the games will probably be announced for the PS5. But just not announced with yeah uh, console. Yeah, but this game, this Dark Siders Genesis, is just for Switch as well. Okay. So, Maybe uh, it'll be cross gen. Maybe I, I just it's weird to me. Like I I I've never been a fan of announcing the game that you clearly know is not going to be out for years. Oh, I don't like <laughs> it, but I. You know, I can, companies do it, so... Oh, yeah, Square is obviously infamous for it. But... <laughs> How Square... They well, well they, they've even admitted themselves that we announce games way too soon. And so How Square look, announces games by accident sometimes. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they announce games without even telling people that they're working on the game. Yeah. Hello, <laughs> like Fantasy Seven Remake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I was supposed to go on vacation. <laughs> I've only just finished the last one. In fact, I haven't finished it. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, yeah, they they they've become a massive company. Yeah, they just acquired, God forbid, Piranha Bytes, uh, <laughs> which is not a fan of me, and I'm not a fan of their games. So, but hey, people like it, I guess. For a game that has been announced a while back and was kickstarted and has taken a while to come out, Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night, yes. now yes, has a pre-order the, for PS4. The spiritual successor of Castlevania. Yeah. From the guy who made Castlevania. I like this game. <laughs> I, I played a demo, a, a, a PC Steam demo of it. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. The music was great. I believe the the composer for uh, Symphony of the Night, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, is returning to do this the soundtrack to that. It did sound very good. Yeah, um, yeah uh, I'm excited for. It. I enjoyed the demo. The, the demo that I played it was about six seven months ago. I played it. Obviously, the game has come yeah. to play since. This is a very old Kickstarter. I think this game's been developed for like six years. Yeah, it's been on a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's gone through a lot of consoles too. It was on the Vita, then they canceled the Vita. I think it was supposed yeah. to be on the Wii U. They canceled the Wii U version. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think it's been that old, really. I think it was like 2006. It's not that long, really, I don't think. You do know it's 2019 now, right? Yeah, but for a Kickstarter game, that's not <laughs> that... Look at Shenmue 3. It's been over 10 years, Ben. <laughs> oh, sorry, I meant 2016. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, for a Kickstarter game... <laughs> I mean, it, it still won't beat... What do you call it? Pharmacy 15 and Duke Nukem. Oh god, what a fitting title that game had. But yeah, no, uh, I, it, it looks like an exciting game. I'm excited for 
I want me Castlevania, and since Konami's not going to give it to me, I'll, I'll get it somewhere oh, else. DLC's announced for it as well. Yeah, they have a whole DLC roadmap for it. Which yeah. is just ridiculous. It will get um, a $10 day one DLC followed by seven free game modes. Day one DLC? Yeah. For $10? Oh, yeah. So it's still being just cut from. Uh, in addition, again, we'll get a $10 DLC pack called Igga's Backpack on release date, June 8th. Pairs be able to fight Igarashi himself and earn the powerful sword whip weapon for defeating him. For $10. For $10. Wow, I guess Kickstarter wasn't enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the, uh, it looks like the DLC was supposed to be exclusive, but now they've Release it to everyone. Exclusive to what? The Kickstarter. Oh man, those Kickstarter guys are probably pissed. Well, no, they get it for free, so. Yeah, I'd still be pissed. Uh, if I was promised exclusive stuff, that's one of the reasons that people do Kickstarter, is not yeah. just to fund the game, but because they're getting exclusive stuff depending on how much they pay. If you're just going to make that available to everybody, then I feel like... I don't I mind if it's digital it without... stuff, but it's if it's like the... Well, it, it's one of those things where I literally bought it without even knowing that I wanted it. Yeah. Is kind of what it comes down to. I bought the deluxe edition when I wanted the regular game. Yeah. What if it, it's yeah, included with every edition, though? What if it, like, even the, the basic edition came with it? Eh. I still don't think it's right. If you promise something as an exclusive to Kickstarter... It should remain that way. Because you're asking those people to True. fund your game. And they funded it, and then you're just, well, they funded it, and you're giving it to everybody else. If that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember when it's, I don't think it's that old. Uh, I'll check it later. It's like, it's like when Kickstarter has a package, right? Okay, if you spend $120, you'll get. You know, this T-shirt, this poster, yeah. and this shirt. Okay, it's like, what if I don't want the poster? I just want the shirt. And there's no option for that. So I have to pay this $120 version, but then you release the stuff individually later, which pretty much tells me you forced me to spend money on something I didn't want. Uh, but I, I, later on, you're waiting people get it. It's £34.99 here, but there's no discount for us. But in America, it sounds like there's a 10% discount if you got plus. So, yeah. If you got Plus, go check it out if you like the look of it. Oh. It looks like a good game. Uh, there's something else I was going to say after that, but I forgot what it was now. Oh, yeah. I want to talk about something that's funny that's going on before we go to the E3 predictions by Ubisoft. Okay. Call of Duty. They're, they're predicting their own, <laughs> <laughs> their own press conference. <laughs> oh, to be fair, I feel like that's how well make. Uh, what you got? Makes their get. Uh, how that makes their even productions. What you got? That uh, oh, I can't remember the company now. The one that comes on stage and does wacky stuff. It's pre-recorded most of the time. Oh man, you know what I mean, though, don't you? Yes. Yeah, I don't even. I think the hosts don't even know that what they're showing off. They just. <laughs> I mean, come on, we're gonna get a new Call of Duty, and it's called Call of Duty Modern Warfare. <laughs> well, you know that the... they're paying that guy big bucks to come up with that name. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what if we drop the four? Yeah, new name, new game, good game, good name, no. I don't know. It's gonna get some people. It's gonna get some of the old people confused. My son wants the Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Well, which one? Call of Duty Four, Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. <laughs> ah. I was watching Jim Stalin's video on it, and it sounded like that originally they wanted to drop the Call of Duty title for Modern Warfare, so they could just call it Modern Warfare 2, 3, and 4, rather than having Call of Duty behind it. But uh, at the last minute, they changed it because they realised how much back, how much you know, brand name the Call of Duty franchise had. Oh, yeah, of course. 
Which means that I wonder now that now that the Call of Duty game isn't as big as it was back then, if they're going to try and do that with Modern Warfare and have it as its own franchise in the future. I don't know, everybody keeps saying that Call of Duty is dying, and yet every time they release a new one, it outsells the last ones. So... <laughs> but it doesn't sell, know, outsell everybody, enough. Everybody thought Black Ops 4 was, was the nail in the coffin for the franchise, and yet it's the best-selling Call of Duty now. So... I don't know where people are getting this idea of franchise is dead. I blame the media. The media sucks. I mean, we're the best. Don't blame us. (laughs) Ah, So Ubisoft, we decided to guess on what we feel like is going to be at E3 this year. So... We'll start with the first one, which I feel like has got the highest chance of it, is Watch Dogs 3. Yes. And it's supposedly set in London, which means I'll buy it because it's in England. What if it's set in London, but you play with a French guy? That's fine. No, it's not. Not for you, Ben. (laughs) Not for you, Ben. Because I feel like London will be an intro. I mean, we've got more CCTV cameras than we do anywhere else in the world, so. Yeah. I, I feel like London's the perfect game for Watch Dogs, really. It's because there's going to be cameras everywhere. Though, that you, won't yeah, have I mean, a, you won't have guns because we don't have guns, so that'd be weird. I mean, there have been a lot of rumors that it it is a thing. It is coming. It is set in London. Yeah. I think there's even a screenshot that leaked um, of the main character in, in a shirt uh, with the, I think, the, what is it, the British flag? Yeah. Oh, you mean the Union Jack? Yes. So, I mean, yeah, this is something which is very surprising to me. I didn't think Watch Dogs 2 did well enough for them to really push for a third one. Uh, especially when they have other specific franchises they should probably do a sequel to, which we'll get to in a little bit. <laughs> well, I guess Watch Dogs 3 is coming, so it's almost a guarantee. Well, I feel like they, they missed, the bo- ha, missed the boat on this game, but Skull and Bones is still coming out. Even though I feel like people are probably bored for it because of Sea of Thieves. And that one I, spin-off of Ark that got released, I forgot the name of. I mean, they... Yeah, Skull and Bones all well, got delayed to next year now. Yeah. Uh, past March, so... Um, it's I don't know if it's going to be there. It might just be a trailer. Um, yeah. Clearly, I don't think Ubisoft has a lot of faith behind it. Um, I personally don't think it looks that awesome either. Uh, it's just Assassin's Creed Navy Battle... Uh, into a full game, so... It's not the worst. I mean, the Assassin's Creed Navy Battle stuff was good. It's just I feel like it's come out. It's coming out too late now. There was that boom with, like, shit pirate games that, you know, we had for a little bit because of Sea of Thieves. Yeah, but Sea of Thieves is, like, an exploration type of a game. Yeah. Or Whereas this is just, like, a straight-up PvP Navy Battle game. Yeah, so I, like, I felt like it would yeah, have been great yeah, I, as a I contrast think, I think for it. it's online only. I wouldn't be I, surprised it's no Ubisoft. <laughs> well, it has no story mode oh, or well. anything, so it's just straight up online, multiplayer. Well, you know what? It's also online multiplayer. Beyond God and Evil 2. Yes. Yeah. That has a story and can be played single player. Yeah, but it's <laughs> always online if I'm rightly. I believe it is, yes. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've said this a long time. This is going to be an interesting game. I do not see this game at all. Oh, yeah, it's too, it's, too, it's too big. The world yeah, is too it's big. It's way too ambitious. There's no way the, the hardware can handle it. Um, I'm, I'm very excited. I love Beyond Good and Evil. Uh, I'm very excited to go back to this world. That's the Obviously, one with the camera, right? Is, uh, yeah, you play as a journalist, Jade. Sweet. Yeah. I never uh, played it, but I remember that. 
yeah, this is a prequel to the to that. So uh, in the last trailer, Jade was in it, but it yeah. was the Jade that people who played Beyond Good and Evil know the past of. So yeah. um, it's a great franchise with a phenomenal story. If you want to play the game, I recommend it just for the story because the story was that damn good. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm stoked. I, I fully expect to see Beyond the Evil 2 there with oh, an yeah. awesome new trailer. I expected a, a playable demo announced as well. I, I don't know about that. I think maybe they'll show a gameplay demonstration, but I don't think it's going to play well. We'll I'll see. Show four or anything. And now the biggest shocker and twist of probably the best part of Ubisoft's showcases always every year. Just Dance 2020. <laughs> Coming to the Wii. Is it? <laughs> the last one came out on the Wii. My god. <laughs> but what about my PS2? <laughs> Wait, we, we can say what we want. That game sells oh, yeah. truckloads. And it's always entertaining, though. I, 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 as much as I joke, I always do enjoy the little bit of cheese that they come up on stage with. It's like and, a delicious uh, break from all the... Like, they are good games to play if you want to learn how to dance, man. Yeah. You're going to dance the dances they teach you, which are things you'll never do on the dance floor. Yeah. But it still teaches you how to move, so. You know the, yeah. other, you know the other things we won't do on the dance floor? Ghost Recon yeah. Breakpoint. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm, okay. Can we talk about this for a little bit? Yeah, sure. I've heard that sounds like you're not excited at all. I watched the stream of it, well, as much as I could at work. And, dear lord, that game does not look fun at all. <laughs> um, I get you want to capitalize on the success of Wildlands, but this game comes out this fall, right, they said? I and think so. Well, unless it gets delayed, of course. This game looks like it hasn't even reached alpha stage yet. Um, terrible run animations. Terrible shooting mechanics, from what I saw. Nothing about it seemed exciting. And the fact that they're adding more simulation to it, where you have to clean your guns now, <laughs> and do all this other crazy shit. I'm like, why? I have America's Army for that. <laughs> Just make that game if you want to. Like this, that presentation probably was one of the worst presentations Ubisoft has ever done for a video game. I was not impressed in any way watching the gameplay for that game. I was bored to tears watching it. And God, I don't want this game at all. I really don't. Which is a shame because the Wildlands wasn't that bad. So. It was bad when it came out, yeah. and then somehow it became better. So apparently that's <laughs> Ubisoft's, um, what's it called? Motive. Yeah, like, you release the game shit and then make it better, because let's face it, all of a sudden, Rainbow Six, a shit game, became very good. Yeah. For Honor was terrible at launch, is now a very popular game. They've improved a lot with it, and obviously Wildlands. So clearly... They listen to their fans, yeah. just not when they're making the game. They only listen to them after it's released. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's the the benefit of actually doing games of service properly. You know. Well, it also helps that you have a company like Ubisoft, which is probably the second richest video game company in the world, Yeah. to, to help you do that, and who's not going to just throw away the money they spend on making the game. Even The Division 2... Um, massive improvement over the first game. Everything that people hated about the first game doesn't exist in the second one. I heard people um, couldn't beat the raid, though, on the console. Okay, that is a, a massive problem for me. Yeah, I feel my problem with it is not the fact that it's a difficult raid. It's the yeah. fact that the raid... The first people who completed the raid on the PS4, it took them 34 hours to do it. That's crazy. That, that that's not fun. Right. No, general people, people who just play games for fun, don't have 
34 hours to spend on one fucking dungeon. No. A raid. That's this like MMO levels. World of Warcraft. This is what killed World of Warcraft for a lot of players. Yeah. I mean... And now you're doing this. Final Fantasy does it as well with their um, Savage Raids, but that's only... It only works like that on like the first run. Yeah, once people work it out, then it's not too bad. Uh, but yeah, World First will take a, on average a week or two before it's cleared. Oh, God. That's... Yeah, I'm sorry. That's just stupid. So... You should not make content like that. Hell, I remember um, the last Ultimate fight where they they took him like 40-something hours. And after it got cleared, Yoshi P made a statement saying the fact that go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, make a raid where people can go to sleep. Yeah. Well, the thing is, that the the fight kicks you out after sixty minutes. So yeah, it's not like the raid itself lasts that long. It's just that people will go in for the sixty minutes and then go back right in again. So you know he can't do he can't stop that unless he puts a timer on it. And then then it just. You know, screwing up casual players that, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Raids like that should not exist. I'm sorry. Like, I get if your raid maybe is three, four hours long, that I'm okay with. Anything past four hours is a waste of time. But raids themselves aren't that long. It's just people learning the strategies. Well, even then, after they learn it, like, the, the team that beat that raid... It still takes them almost 20 hours to do it. Wow. Now, Final Fantasy, once you beat the raid, it takes about... Like when we started learning the Savage, Omega, and Kafka fight, it took us about two weeks to do it. And then after we well, started well, doing it, it took, us, it took us like 15 minutes to yeah. clear it. So. But still, it, it, the raid itself lasts too long. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Like, even if you earn everything... It's the difficulty of the raid that takes you that way. Yeah. And the fact that they've now addressed that they're not going to change the raid, they're not going to tweak it or anything, is even worse. That's, yeah, yeah. That's bad. Whatever. I haven't done it. I honestly don't even... It, I, I, until it gets to the point where I can beat the raid in like two, three hours, I'm not doing it. Yeah. At all. I'm not going to waste my time with it. I don't care. I don't have that kind of time to spend on a game that I can't even pause. Other shit happens in the real world. Yeah. Like pissing. <laughs> yeah. And you know what else should happen in the real world? A new Splinter Cell game. Yes. It should have happened a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt we're going to see one this year, but who knows. Ugh, man. It's so hard to say. It's become one of those things now where everybody says every year they're going to see a new Spawner Cell, and obviously it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. It's hard to say because at this point, if, if you say it enough times, eventually you're going to be right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, the Spawner Cell. Oh, no, there's maybe next year. Yeah. Um, it's hard for me to say. Uh, I, I do want there to be a new Spawner Cell. Obviously, Ubisoft has addressed Splinter Cell. They said it's still a very big franchise for them, and they're looking at ways to develop it or whatever. Obviously, there's that tweet that came out from the guy who says he's working on Splinter Cell that works at Ubisoft, uh, says he's now in trouble. If he was in trouble, he would have deleted the tweet. He wouldn't have left it up. Uh, so either it was an announcement or he's just trolling everybody. I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't think we're going to see Splinter Cell like you, Ben. I don't think it's going to be there. I know Ubisoft always has like a game at the end of their conference. It's like a big surprise. Um, I want it to be Splinter Cell. It's probably going to be Watch Dogs 3. Um, so I don't know. I just don't see it. I know there's rumors that came out a while ago that they were working on a Splinter Cell game, but it yeah. was a multiplayer game. It was like Spies versus Terrorists or something like that. I feel like um, if we're going to get a Splinter Cell game, it's not going to be until... Uh, it's going to be a launch title of a next-gen console. 
maybe. But then again, if it is, they can announce it this year. Um, oh, yeah. But I don't uh, think we'll get the announcement until... I think we'll get an announcement this year if it's going to be a thing. But it might be at the VGAs. Yeah, maybe. I feel like it's too early to announce it because if they've got... Um, Ghost Recon, and they've got Watch Dogs, and they've got, of course, Just Dance. They've got enough titles. Yeah, but then next year they'll have <laughs> Assassin's Creed again. So Yeah, but then they'll have Assassin's Creed and Splinter Cell. <laughs> and Skull and Bones. And... Yeah, but Skull and Bones, nobody cares. Oh my god. <laughs> Not even Ubisoft um, cares. <laughs> I also know their big problem right now is trying to figure out how to convert it to a games for service game because every yeah. game they make now is that it's yeah. in their policy, I believe. Um, oh, so someone in the article said um, just make it episodic like Hitman. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's successful. Like Everybody says Hitman was successful, but clearly it wasn't because Yeah, but that's because uh, Square Enix gave him up. <laughs> Yeah, but Square. <laughs> but even then, they released Hitman 2. And... True. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, episodic stuff, I still don't think episodic is viable in any way. Um, I'm pretty sure even the 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 company doing uh, Life is Strange is going to change that policy as well. Um, I just uh, don't, don't think... Yeah, I don't think it's viable. It yeah. really isn't. Like, people lose interest... Well, not way even, quick. It's not just people yeah. that lose interest, it's just people wait for the full release now. Especially after the, what happened with Telltale Games. Yeah. They've been burnt. They're being burnt. They have, they have, and it sucks. And, yeah. you know, you can run into that, or what happened with The Walking Dead, where you might not get the finale. It might just end with two episodes out of the four. Yeah. Obviously, they got lucky and they got their ending, but... Just like Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> well, Final Fantasy VII will get an ending, let's be honest. Um, ah. But but no, I just don't think episodic is, is the right way to go. It, in my opinion. I don't think it's viable, and I think Ubisoft knows that, and there's no way they're going to do it. So, And of course, we'll get some Ubisoft new IPs as well. Yeah. I actually want them to come out with a I don't want a new IP, but I'd love them to surprise announce another Mario Kingdoms. I mean, yeah. Or a I surprise announcement they... of a new Rayman, because it's been so long. And I mean, I a Rayman, it. not. I Again, I don't think they can do it as a games for service, so. Sell <laughs> it with stars or some shit. Add gacha system. Yeah, I mean, I say that, but they can easily do Splinter Cell the way they do Assassin's Creed now. I mean, Assassin's Creed is a single-player game. Yeah. But it's still a games-for-service type of a game where you just constantly release shit for it. Yeah. So you can do that with Splinter Cell. It's not like they have to not do it because it can't have a single-player. No, they can just sell a load of skins and shit. Yeah. And have DLC for Splinter Cell. But I don't think that's what Ubisoft is looking at. No, or, they're not. Like, I, I'm sorry to say, like, I think if they announce a new Splinter Cell, people will be disappointed in what it is. Yep, I they do. will. Uh, so, yeah. Lots of stuff about the, the uh, E3. E3 soon. It's coming up soon. Two weeks. Two weeks. You'll find all the coverage at PSU.com um, and we'll be covering it on the podcast as well. So please look forward to that. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, not off the top of my head. Are we doing uh, Metacritic this time? Well, there's only us two again. It's kind of unfair. <laughs> well, whose fault is that? <laughs> Well, I did phone up Tim's family to tell them, Tim, mind going out to look after whatever they're doing? <laughs> so. Nah, it's fine. I know, I'll, I'll get, just give you a point. <laughs> just give you a point, that's not how it works. I'm the, I'm the charger, I can do what I want. I can do what I want, Gary. <laughs> okay. Do you 
Can you just put me like at seventy points? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I could make the next guess seventy points. Oh my God. I mean, there's nothing stopping me from doing that, except for morals. That's. Who needs those? But we're journalists, so it's fine. <laughs> oh. uh, People already don't think we're so. Yeah, they think we get paid for everything we do, even though if we did, we'd be rich and not broke. Right, right. For every score that we supposedly get paid for, I, I would I would live in a small little flat. I would have my own house with a dog. Yeah. Name. And they wouldn't be complaining. You would want to join. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, oh my god. Um, uh, anyway, Neo two. Had a yes. beta recently. Well, alpha test. Uh, I didn't get into it, which sucks, but... Uh, I heard you did. I got into it, but I haven't played it. I thought, isn't it over now? I think it ends on the 6th. Um, anyway, well, I guess you can enjoy it when you do get a chance, because I know you like the first one. I mean, it could be over. I don't know. I love the first one. I just I don't know. I didn't think the alpha would be that long. Yeah, I just yeah. haven't had time to play it, which sucks. I have two games that I'm... Yeah. I gave Dauntless a download as well. I didn't mind that. It feels like a... How is it? It just feels like a cartoony Monster Hunter. So is it? does it play like Molly? Like, do you have to hunt the monster down? Or uh, yeah, you, you have to hunt the monster down. Play? It's a little... It's a lot more... At least because I'm on low level, so I, maybe it'll get more technical later on, but it, it doesn't feel so technical about hunting them down. But you still have to look nice. for them on the map. So, nice. uh, And they've got their weaknesses, and they've got their you know, elemental types and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, I should download it. We should play it. Yeah, I, I've, I've only done a little bit. I've hunted like, the first five monsters, so... Oh, nice. Yeah, I just have to, you know, make room on my drive. So. Oh, yeah. By the way, it Games, looks like they're using a custom... They're using a custom SSD with the PS5, so I don't know... I don't know how viable using new uh, different hard drives will be. Might be... Oh, there was that video they showed off. Did you see that video? Of oh, yeah. That was insane. They had a, the Spider-Man loading and, yeah. like... Next gen, it just said next gen loading was like 0.8 seconds long. Yeah, it's crazy. To load into the game compared to, I think, the, the PS4 version was what? Like 15 seconds. Seven? 15 seconds, yeah. Yeah. Insane. It's I mean, if they can do it, my God. It's so from what I read <laughs> online. If, if the, I don't know if this is true, but you won't see that on a standard game. But you will see like ridiculously fast loading times. Yeah, and pretty much they just confirmed yeah. Spider-Man is coming to next gen, so with that video. <laughs> well, it's backwards compatible, isn't it? So We don't know that. <laughs> yeah, we do know that. Didn't they announce that? At, well, they basically announced it when they announced the thing when they showed off it. What, at well, Wyatt. they said that it's going to be backwards compatible. They didn't say how it's going to be backwards compatible. I still think my idea of how it'll be physical, digital, backwards compatible, where you put your physical disc in and then you download the digital version. Yeah, but then if I have the game digitally, can I download it? On yeah, you should be just about to download it. That's the big question, then, isn't it? Cause yeah. Or stream Sony it. Hasn't let you do that. Sony hasn't let you do that in the long for any of their consoles. Well, that's because this oh, is the first yeah. time they've been able to do that. I don't know, if I bought a game digitally on the PSP, why isn't it available for me to download on my Vita digital? I thought some of them worked. I have to rebuy it. That's interesting. I didn't really buy any digital PSP, so I don't have any way to test that, so... (laughs) I always had physical versions for my porn station portable. I mean, PSP. Oh my god. Yeah, no, there was a, bu- a bunch of stuff that came out about the PS5 to talk about. Yeah. Did we? I think we covered a bit of it last time, didn't we? Did we talk about the, the whole PS Now thing? and uh, so, uh, The fact that they, uh, they've made a deal with Microsoft. Oh, yes, that. 
yeah. Uh, basically, yeah. Sony will be using the yeah. Azure servers for PS Now to expand the capacity. Because yes, right so now they have uh, 750,000 customers, and they hope to expand to over 5 million. So. It's possible. I yeah. mean, if they're going to, they're definitely going to need to start adding games to it that, like, a brand new release games. Um, not just old games. So. Oh, yeah. Well, they don't even have to be brand new, just newer. Yeah, like, I think there should be maybe, like, three to four month period. Yeah. Before that game comes out. Streaming, so. Yeah, but it looks like their new service is planned to buy physical, digital, and streaming. So we'll see if they plan to put new releases on there. Yeah, and I think there was also the the talk that PS2 and PS1 classics will also be available. All the ones that are on PSN right now. So that's exciting. And I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing PS3 backwards compatibility later on in the generation. I don't think it'll be at launch. But maybe later on. I don't think it will be at all. I think physical PS3 games, there's no way they're going to be on on PS5. I think the only way you're getting them is through PS Now. It's just too vast. The architecture is just too different. They can't do it. Well, that's why I expect it to be digital, you know, only. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be it'll run on the PS5, but it'll have to be a digital version because it'll have to have an emulator built around it to help support it. Yeah, like you can't—you're not going to be able to put in your PS3 disc in. Well, yeah. as I, I said, you'll be able to put your disc in, but it'll force the download. Maybe, maybe. Just like how Xbox games work, because you know Xbox 360, you you have if you got a physical version, you still have to fully download it. Yeah. So. Because the, the uh, download version actually has the emulator. The Xbox One doesn't have an Xbox 360 emulator built in. It's each individual game that has the emulator wrapped around it. So, yeah. So, Ben, let me ask you this. Yeah. E3 is about two and a half weeks, two weeks. Okay. Does Sony announce a state of play during no. E3? No? I don't think so. Why? I feel like we would have heard it by now. It could be. Well, we heard one and it was announced two days before it came out. I feel like we're not going to get one until right after. Because I feel like they're just going to rely on the, what do you call it, third parties. Because what's the point? There's, they're not going to have much to announce, really, are they? Because I, I doubt we're going to see PS5 announced this year's E3 anyway. So no, obviously Sony's not there. Um, there's, apart from that, there's like Last of Us and all that, which chances are, if it's if it's this year, then maybe. But if it's next year, then chances are just going to wait until the PlayStation Experience. If there is going to be a PlayStation Experience. Well, if there isn't, then it's just going to be a stay of play instead. Yeah. That's what I mean, that time period is when we're going to get the announcements. Interesting. What about you? I don't think there will be. I agree with you. Um, but I think there will be one that month. Um, sometime in June, there will be one. Probably to maybe expand on what was already shown off at E3. Yeah. Because let's face it, everybody at this point is looking at three things. They're looking at Microsoft to announce their new system, probably even show it off, and the games and stuff. Um, they're looking forward to that. They're looking forward to the Nintendo Direct is a big one that people are looking forward to because I guess Animal Crossing is going to be there along with Pokemon. And yes, that's Zelda. why I got a Switch. Pokemon. <laughs> so uh, apparently it's going to be a big Direct for that. There's apparently a couple surprises that they're supposed to announce there, too. A lot of people are still under the Metroid Prime trilogy on the Switch bandwagon there. Plus, there's Metroid Prime 4. They still yeah. the show. Um, and obviously Final Fantasy. Those are the big three, oh. I believe, that, that everybody's hyped for at E3. So. By the way, I'm so annoyed. About, I'm so, I, I wish I was at E3 because... The new Primal Fight for Final Fantasy XIV will be playable at E3. Nice. Uh, 
And if you beat it, you get a t-shirt. I'm so jealous. I want a t-shirt. I will buy you a t-shirt. Yay! It's hard to walk around bare skin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, especially at night when it's cold. Yeah. Just rub your chest. <laughs> uh, I wish I had a hairy chest. Doesn't matter if it's hairy, just rub your chest. <laughs> anyway, let's wrap today's episode up. Uh, All right. How can they contact you? They can contact me on Twitter at Gagalush, that's G A G L A S H, or anything else that exists. Have you got any shout outs? Uh, yeah, shout out to you, of course, for having me on. Shout out to Tim. Hope you're doing well. Uh, congratulations on your Brawley poll, even though I make you feel bad about it. Um, shout outs to Fonzie. Shout outs to Chris. And shout out to my Ed. And anyone else who I may have missed. Oh, by the way, you talk about mobile games. I found out that Legends was even shitted in the thought when, when it came to Summit. You know, there was that tournament that was going on. Yeah. They'd given us tickets to log in, and then you can use those tickets to, to sort of bet on who you think's going to win. Yeah. No, I've been, I got seven tickets for logging in, so you got seven chances. I found out the window to vote was only about three hours. I missed it. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it, it didn't tell you where to vote or how to vote. So, yeah. yeah. So, what would happen if you won? Uh, if, you get some, if you won, you got some energy tickets to restore your energy. Some Zenny. Oh, so worth it. And some summon tickets for the banner. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah, and you got ten, 10 summon tickets, five summon tickets, and one summon ticket, depending on what you got. So, but the banner is not that... The banner's just full of old units anyway, so... I mean, I'm missing a few, but still, it's nothing like I'm missing any new characters. Uh, but they have announced their anniversary stuff. Um... And the anniversary starts on the 31st, which is Friday. And you get 10 free, um, 10 free summons per day. 10 yeah. free you, summons? You get a free multi each day. Okay. So, yeah. On the new banner? I, they did announce what banner. I'm going to guess it's a shitty old one. okay. But they've also announced that they're rebalancing old, car, old units. So, chances are some of those old units are going to be broken. Like when they rebalanced Pam, Pam was one of the oldest units in the game, and they gave her a balance a couple of months ago. And then for mm. some reason, the new balance Pam had a higher strike damage than Broly. Pam, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. man, she deserves it. She had the strongest strike attack for the, a while in the game. It took a while before someone had a higher strike attack than Pam. <laughs> So when they balance stuff, they don't really balance it. They just break it normally. Like when they made Final Form Freezer from one of the worst units to one of the best units. So. Uh. Anyway, uh, you can find me at Chili, MGR, Chili, MGR Ch Chili on Twitter. Uh, Chili on PSN. Uh, shout outs to Ed. We miss you. It's been ages. Shout out to Tim. Hope you're doing well. Shout out to Chris. Much love. Shout out to Alfonso. Also much love to you. Hope you join us again. Shout out to Mike Harridans. Hope he joins us at last. We want you on here. Uh, shout out to Gary. Thanks for joining me. Otherwise it'd just be me talking to myself for an hour. Uh, uh, and check, check out Google Go Around Radio where we're raising money for charity. Uh, we're raising money from Nvidia Madness. Uh, we have raised $105 but overall the group has raised $1,900. So go check them out. Uh, and go support the Sea Chocobos. Walk. Uh, or if you want to go support a different charity called St. Jude. Uh, go check out Tasty Peach Studio. Uh, uh, Tasty Peach. Twitch.tv says Tasty Peach Studio. She's raised $7,000 this month to help towards her charity. It's crazy. Um, she's that a sweetheart. So... The support Gary's Dragonstone charity. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, go check out Tasty Peach Studios. Switch on TV says Tasty Peach Studios. She's a sweet. She's a sweet, and so is her husband. So, go check them out. Uh, 
Uh, oh, and if you live in England, uh, this Friday I'll be making a guest appearance on the Coast and Coast radio station. So, yeah, I'll be appearing on the radio this Friday. So, yeah, please look forward to it. Uh, until then, see you guys next week when we talk about more video games. And I promise that's Final Fantasy. That's a lie because Tim will be here so I can pester him about all the stuff. More. There will be more Final Fantasy. There will be more Final Fantasy. <laughs> Please look forward to it. <laughs>